Oh, Jesus. Oh, man. Hank, wow. you all right? Uh, I don't I don't think so, dude. I think I just woke up from a pod coma. Yeah, you're out for like it's a this, while. Yeah, like, I think I was out since. Uh, uh, oh, gosh, I don't know what time it is. So I got to go on Spotify and look up when our latest our last episode released. I think um, it was like late January or something. Uh, late January. Let's get a let's get a specific date on that though. That would be crazy if I that would be crazy <laughs> if I started off. I started off our first episode back with me looking up something on my computer. I bet our viewers would love that. January twenty yeah. sixth. Oh my goodness, it's been almost like three months. I've been yeah. out for three months. I've been asleep, but I've done so many wacky things walking in my sleep. Yeah, it's like weekend and Bernie's. I mean, you saw you you got a job. Yeah, yeah, I got a job. Um, somewhere cool. <laughs> You made a movie? I made a yeah, I made a feature film. I just did my sleep. I even I played a character. Yeah. I just like have vague memories of it. It's just weird muffled noises kind of coming in through the the comatose fog. Um it, it was honestly it was I, I I could not understand a single word you said, but it you know, that's you're just but You're like, just asleep. If outside the bit here, if a person in a coma somehow managed to make a movie, that would be like the highest form of art, wouldn't it? I think it would still be pretty bad. Uh, oh, absolutely. But like it would be like that would be legit art. Like this was made by somebody who was like asleep for months. Yeah, this is just their their mind, like whatever's left working. That is what they have. It'd be pretty sick. It's never going to happen. Let's start a GoFundMe. Let's start a Kickstarter. Let's start a Kickstarter. <laughs> Let's start a Kickstarter to bring you back into a coma, have you make another movie, and then send that <laughs> to, like, Sundance. Somebody hit me in the head with a hammer, and then I'll make a movie while I'm comatose. Yeah. Honestly, I could see that at, like, Nantucket Film Festival. Is that a big one? It sounds like it. That, did you make that one up? I, I just heard it recently, so I just oh, chose a random okay. one. <laughs> yeah, because I never... A, that, I that feel is like a real I've heard film it, festival. but I also don't feel like I've heard of it, so I don't... Nay, no offense to Nantucket Film Festival. I'm sure well, you guys are doing something awesome. There once was a film festival in Nantucket. Is this the start of a bedtime story? <laughs> and they ran a lot of movies that sucked it. The movie's so bad about a little lad, and th because one of the makers kicked the bucket. Oh, AKA good recovery. It, I could only it, think it, of the F word. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. We're in it. We're in it. We are in this podcast. Yes, we're fully immersed. We are fully transferring our personalities into that of a podcaster. Mm -hmm. What if... For now on, in this new, I don't want to say new, is this a new season? Our last season was so short. Are we calling this a new season? Yeah, I think we're calling this a new season. What if in this new season, hear me out, we just ditch the intro, the written intro. We just go straight into it. Yeah, we like literally just like the first sentence is just like us beginning to discuss the topic. We don't even introduce the premise. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about that little thing where it's like, and this is no good ideas in this episode. Oh, that? I well, feel how like do you feel about that? Point. I'm putting you on the spot on air right now. I, Are we just going to jump into it? No intro. Yeah, I, f I feel like I feel like we we can just like maybe introduce it without a script. Just, yeah, let's try it. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to No I No. Oh. You could say that. Do do whatever feels right. You know, this is. No, no, no. I just I just stuttered over and couldn't speak words. Um, okay, you're, you're all good. Let's do it. All right. Take two and action. What's up, everybody? Welcome to No Good Ideas, the podcast where we talk about all kinds of horrible ideas throughout history and pop culture 
if I want to just chime that in. I'm Bradley. Yeah. And this is no good ideas. All right. Let's let's hit it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you might recognize uh, from that uh, bit we did at the beginning with uh, which actually it wasn't really a bit. You were in a coma for yeah. a long time. It was very sad. Uh, we were, your whole family was very worried. Yeah, I woke up on on stream. Yeah. Um, but this is season four, I believe, of No Good Ideas. We are back. Yeah. Um, we left <laughs> suddenly and we apologize yeah, for that. A whole bunch of stuff just kind of happened all at yeah. once that like. You know, made made it a little difficult to record podcasts, just kind of on both ends. So yeah, for better and worse. Yeah. Um, but we are back. We are in great places right now. Um, and we're gonna start season four, and it's gonna be, in my honest words, a blast. Yeah, it might be our most sponsored season ever. It will. Yeah. It, it's, <laughs> I just want to yeah. say straight off the bat, I I don't no free clout. We haven't signed the papers, but. Thank you to everyone who oh. signed a fan letter, uh, who sent in a fan letter uh, for us to win that contest. Uh, well, you'll hear more about that later on in this season. But thank yeah. you so much for that. Yeah. yeah, thank you. But it will be our most sponsored podcast or season yet. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so we're we're coming right back into it with uh we're kind of continuing on a format that we sort of developed last season which is to kind of just focus on maybe not a specific like event more so just a bad idea and some of the events that it's uh kind of caused yeah and uh today we're going to do a little bit of a hollywood a little bit of a hollywood die because nobody ever has bad ideas in hollywood when has that ever happened can I can I say a quick little joke? Just a quick oh, little absolutely. joke. Just one little one one little joke. Just one little one. You know, you know what I call Hollywood? Oh, Holly weird. Oh, dude, you got him. Yeah, I think they're finished. Yeah, that was just like a, a little thing that's been brewing up for a while. You know, yeah, you've been it's just it's just idea. that industry, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's just. Yeah. So so people in Hollywood do weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and. It, you know, anytime you hear about like, I feel like there's this general fascination with behind the scenes stuff on movies, Mm -hmm. but like 50% of the time it sounds like a living hell and generally sounds like that's in part due to the actors. A lot of the time it sounds like the actors just kind of just make everything way more difficult than it needs to be. Um, Yeah. For example, there is that. Like the, sorry, I'm not to step oh, over you, good, but good. I do think it's just kind of weird because there is that like such difference behind the scenes because you do have those actors and they're like a list stars on like if, on a big movie, uh, assuming and there are like really cool, like big celebrities out there. But then there's also celebrities have kind of an ego and then you pair that with like 99 percent of like movie industry jobs, which are like hard working jobs they're like mm-hmm. the blue collar jobs of the industry like people who make props grips you know catering everyone who is being paid probably way less than they deserve and the people who make millions if not billions of dollars a year feel like they're entitled to more i just yeah, the just whole make, yeah yeah it's it's silly mm-hmm. um let's 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 before we talk about the the main focus the main bad idea for today let's let's go back to a story that i learned of recently through a, a netflix documentary i watched um about an actor from back to the future I'm blanking on his name, which is not a good start on my 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 factual J. Fox? integrity. Uh, no, um, the one who played the dad. Oh, 
I I don't know name. either. I don't know. I kn- I can oh, see his do face. Do we get to do the bit? I think we. Get I, to let's do just the say bit. the dad from Back to the Future, uh, if you want. Dad from Back to the Future. He had a funky name though, so it was like, uh, Dad from Back to the Future, Crispin Glo- Crispin Glover. Crispin Glover. Yeah, I never heard the name Crispin before. Crispin Glover. Yeah. That sounds like a like as seen on TV infomercial. What's up, everybody? This is Crispin Glover with the new crispy glove. <laughs> That's what I thought. It sounds like a little glove that you use to like heat up food. It's like, oh, it's the Crispin Glover. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, actually, you're you're, you're so right. But um, apparently, Crispin Glover was a, a total d bag on set of Back to the Future. Oh no, um, where he just wouldn't cooperate with the director like let's say that (laughs) not even kidding this is so funny to me there was a scene where his character was supposed to enter through a door you know like a normal human being does like a normal human and the shot is framed around him entering through the door and they've planned it all out and then he says i don't think my character would want to enter through the door what and so i i I can't remember if they actually said where he kept trying to enter through, but I think the only other options were the windows. But he just refused to enter through the door, to enter the scene through the door, even though it was where, designed around that. Where else would you enter? I like maybe he was like just trying to come in from like scene left in the building or something like or like scene right. I don't know, uh, but he was just being a jerk about it. And they were like, just go through the door. It's imperative to this shot that you go through the door. And he was like, no, my character wouldn't want to. Um there was he didn't t- make the character, dude. Yeah. Unless there, he wrote the movie, which I doubt it. He did not. Um, okay. There was another part um, later in the movie where there's a scene that it was shot out on like a lawn. And his character is supposed to partake in a conversation. And when you partake in a conversation and you're a character, you stay in frame. Yeah. Right. Especially if the camera is like, you know, stationary. But he would just wander out of frame. Because his character wanted to wander, wander while he talked. He just refused to stay in frame. And after like a bunch of takes, they literally built a short white fence around where he was supposed to stay. So he couldn't walk out of it and just like below the camera. So he had to just stay. like a dog. Uh, yeah. Jeez. I feel like this dude was either trained in like theater acting or should go to theater acting because I feel like with something yeah. like that, he would be able to move around more and maybe not like enter through a door. But this when you true. are when you're in a, a movie where things are, I want to say plays aren't technical, but like, I guess more precise because you have to you only get it's not like, OK, Bad, bad phrasing because the plays are very much technical, obviously. But it, you know what I mean? You have to get like the perfect shot for each yeah. shot. Yeah, so, you, you yeah. got to You got to get what you get the footage of the thing. So when you wander around from the wrong part or break continuity, just entering from different places because my character would want to, you're kind of messing it up. God. But so this kind of like nature of actors. Like really getting into their character and like. In weird ways. Like, I feel like that's one kind of weird way to being like, I'm in the character and then I wouldn't come in through the door. It's like, all right. Yeah. So today we're here to talk about method acting. Um, and that's when method man acts in the movie. And that's a bad idea. Oh, I feel like I'm missing out on a reference here on what method man is. He's a rapper. Yeah. Run DMC. Th- that explains it. My, my yeah, limited dude. musical knowledge strikes again. 
Man, that would have been a great bit. We would have been laughing right now, but oh, now we we're just making fun of you. chuckling and giggling and wheezing, and here I am just not knowing um, contemporary musicians. Let's go. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, average ambient fan moment. Um, but so, method acting has been most discussed recently uh, about Jared Leto, and we'll come to that. But why don't we take a little little bit of a trip back in history to where it started? Um, it was first designed by two uh, actor actors, actor and actress slash um, and teachers that kind of originally developed the uh, the concept of method acting, and they had two different ways of doing it. Um, and I tried to read an article on how it worked. But it it doesn't really make any sense to me. It's a bunch of words that sound weird and vague, so I'm not going to try to explain it. But basically, like, one thought the others was, uh, quote, uh, sick and schizophrenic. So that's something. Um, so mm-hmm. they, they were, like, competing ideas of, like, method acting. But it was first brought to popularity by uh, Marlon Brando's role in A Streetcar Named Desire. Oh, wow. Um, Where he was playing this like really like kind of just scary and uh, messed up like husband of this like of this woman in this movie. And like he was just supposed to be a scary presence all the time. So he was kind of method acting through it. And um, this isn't like as far as I can find. Like, I, I found a couple of, you know, headlines saying that, like, apparently his his uh, co-stars were just tired of him after it. But, like, I, I look, the article was super long and I was finding more fun information about other actors being crazy anyway. So <laughs> I, I guess I guess I, I think he was maybe a little bit worried about. It, but apparently his performances when he did this uh, were really, really, like, riveting and really drew people in. So it was popularized pretty quickly uh, when he would do this. He would also like he was he did some stage performance where his character had to have just climbed out of an icy lake. So he would like, before he went on stage, he would run up and down the stairs until he was completely out of breath and then have somebody pour like a bucket of ice water on him. And then he would go out onto stage. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which actually pretty sick. I don't think that's method acting. I think that's just like helping you out in a way because like method acting, when I think of it, I think if it's like you are, that person like kind of like kind of like not like to minimize uh, schizophrenia, but in the way of just like you switch your t- entire yeah. personality that you are that person that I mean, I remember in like band in high school, our band teacher said, um, if you get nervous during uh, like we had like tests where we had to perform in front of everyone and then like we had like a line of music. And then you were graded. But the way it worked, you had to do it in front of everyone. That's just how it works. So he said, if you get nervous when practicing at home, run around the block and then go back in and then perform because you're going to be out of breath to kind of like reflect that. And I kind of see that in the same way. Hmm. But who am I saying? I'm not an actor. I'm just a stupid little podcaster. I think that's that's from what I can gather. That's kind of one of the ways. And the mm-hmm. other way is more of the running up and down the stairs and getting the the bucket of ice dumped on you. Where it's more about, like, creating an environment in which your reactions and, like, feelings are, like, less so acted and more like they're actually real. Like, you are reacting and, like, feeling the way that your character is supposed to. 
um, due to some sort of external influence outside of the scene. Um, so that seems right. to be kind of the other way of method acting. And that way of method acting uh, kind of got one. It, it gained some notoriety through Dustin Hoffman um, in the film uh, Kramer versus Kramer. Have you ever seen yeah. that movie? I have not, but I hear it's really good. Yes, I watched it for my screenwriting class, actually. And oh, wow. it's it's an it's it's an interesting movie. Like it's it's kind of a, you know, when I watched it, like. I guess that me being an animation guy and watching a little bit too many movies that are just, you know, classic animated adventure, it's like <laughs> there's no adventure in that movie. So for the <laughs> my brain was a little bit like, what's what's supposed to be happening uh, at the beginning of it? But like, it's just it's just about like an intense and like kind of difficult divorce and like like custody battle. And um, Meryl Streep plays the the mother who leaves the the father and her son. Um, and it's kind of about this single father raising a son and then the custody battle over the son. And so Dustin Hoffman, um, did he get divorced? <laughs> I was about to say, like, I have to really get into this role. We have to break up. <laughs> no, I think that actually would have been a lot better than what oh, happened. No, <laughs> no. So he was more of the, uh, doing things outside of the scene to make, it, so people's re, like feelings and reactions in scene were genuine. So, for example, when Meryl Streep was supposed to be, uh, you know, like in court feeling really intense and like sad and scared emotion. He hit her before the scene. Don't do that. Yeah. Just attacked her. You're you're at work. Yeah, exactly. Like, jeez, and this is this is kind of it goes to what we were talking about earlier with like Hollywood. OK, just let like, me just say, let me just yeah. say you shouldn't hit people in any context <laughs> like that. Dude, but it's also, it. you know, it's but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. be professional and don't hit people. It's just that's ridiculous. Yeah, he just like slapped her and like and she went in and performed the scene and was like, but like she was like really upset afterwards. Yeah. And then like. Uh, this one somehow manages to be worse. Uh, there's a scene where, like, the kid is, like, you know, fighting with the dad and is crying really intensely. And I remember the scene. It's it's a pretty intense scene. Um, and like, apparently to, like, get the kid to be, like, crying that intensely, like, before the scene, you just, like, be yelling at him about how he was never going to see the cast and crew of the movie again. And, like, after the scene, they couldn't get the kid to stop crying. Jeez, dude. Yeah. Again, you you have a job right now. You You're at work. Don't yell at kids. Yeah, exactly. Don't scream at kids. Don't hit people. No good ideas. We'll be right back. So Dustin Hoffman got into a little bit of, you know, he it, that performance is a little bit controversial. I didn't know about it when I watched the movie. I actually just learned about it now. Yeah, because I was primarily looking it up to learn about uh, Jared Leto. Jared Leto's. Uh, are we uh, are we going straight acting. to Jared Leto? Do you have? OK, keep going. Sorry. There's this. Yeah, I don't sorry. think I have. I don't think I have another one in between there. If you know of one. Oh, dude. Am I freaking one? Jim Carrey? Whoa, I didn't even see his like name pop up when I was like researching. it. Oh, okay. my God. Uh, yeah. Jim Carrey. He played. um I believe it was Andy Kaufman in the Andy Kaufman biopic. There's a whole documentary on Netflix about it. Um, but do you know who Andy Kaufman was? 
No, I don't. He was a com- he was a comedian, but he was like he he was very out there in terms of his comedy. He was very like surrealist, you know, just like mm-hmm. insane comedy in a way. Okay. And Jim Carrey played him in the biopic of uh him and was just a devil on set like he couldn't Mm. be tamed in a way he was just insane um god i wish i prepared more on this but he (laughs) was like when i think of method acting he is the person i go to because it's just like i'm I'm gonna look up just a quick uh doing the little thing on here doing the bit bit. (laughs) uh jim carrey andy kaufman yeah yeah, he basically, yeah, it was something, God, I either haven't seen the documentary or it's been a long time, but he basically, like, he was about to go, so Andy Kaufman was, uh, unfortunately passed away during the time of this biopic, hmm. um, but Jim Carrey got the role, he was at his house, he was looking over the ocean, and he, like, saw, like, a dolphin, and he, like, he took it, like, as a sign that, like, you are now Andy Kaufman, like, you are, from now on, you are Andy Kaufman, and he that's just who he was and he was just what a dolphin has to do with that but all right man (laughs) yeah i wish i could say yeah it was during the film man on the moon um oh god uh so the uh plot of the documentaries the basic permit premise is that in making the film carrie was so committed to the role that like andy he had difficulty separating himself from the character so much that people who had known andy even family and others close to him felt like they had andy with him again whoa okay that's actually yeah. kind of nuts yeah wow yeah so the the movie is jim and andy the great beyond um highly recommend it it's a spike jones uh joint um on netflix but yeah i just wanted to get that i wish i had more on that because that is like the the go-to yeah interesting yeah because i i for some reason i just didn't see that come up when i was looking at method acting so that's super surprising that i missed that because he's a pretty big name too i feel like that should be one that kind of comes up by default very interesting okay we love jim carrey yeah yeah yeah, he's he's been he's been he makes the silly face um but so now we get to jared leto who we have, a, we have a little personal connection to on this yeah. podcast um, through through a, a story that maybe we'll save for another time, because I think this episode is already running along. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so basically, Jared Leto has done a lot of different method acting stuff. It was most famous in um, in his film uh, Suicide Squad, not his film, but in the film he was in Suicide Squad which we saw in theaters and he was definitely everybody's least favorite Joker in that. Yeah. Um, and he would do all kinds of wacky stuff, but he's actually done a lot of other ones. So, um, Dallas buyers club. He, uh, would, he maintained the character at all times. He was playing a transgender woman. Um, and he like, he waxed his eyebrows and stayed in character the whole time, all the way through until the shoot had ended. Um, and, you know that so that that's that's kind of more standard that wasn't as as wacky uh requiem for a dream i'm just gonna read off of i'm reading off of the rap here so credit to the rap on this one uh he plays a heroin addict putting the meth in method acting oh um <laughs> just kidding he did not he did not become addicted to drugs but he did drop 28 pounds live on the streets of New York and refrain from having sex to make his on-screen cravings that much more realistic. 
And this is a quote from him. I was in a constant state of hunger like my character, he told BBC. I was miserable. It was a painful, dark place, but it was rewarding. Okay. Oh my God. So that's a little bit more like, okay, he's really immersing himself in this. And then the opposite, instead of losing a bunch of weight, um, he gained 67 pounds for the film Chapter 27, in which he played uh, John Lennon's assassin. Um, and he said that his, his body was in shock from the amount of weight he gained, and he had a wheelchair on set because it was so painful. Oh, my God. Uh, Dude is willing to do anything except take an acting class. <laughs> I feel like if you just took an acting class, you'd be able to be in the role better. You don't have to starve and or harm your body and mind. There was actually there was a quote. I can't remember who it was from. And I think I think it was to Justin Hoffman. I'm not going to do the bit and Google it. Um, but it was it was from an actor who I think had been exhausted from working with maybe Marlon Brando from a uh, a you know method acting thing earlier and i think he's he said to dustin hoffman you should try acting instead uh yeah <laughs> yeah i, so I, I didn't want to say it at idea. first because there are some legitimately great actors who unfortunately i don't like method acting i think it's really dumb who unfortunately yeah. go down the path of method acting but also it's like if you are doing this it just shows that you aren't like that good of an actor in my mind, at least, because it's like acting in a way is like getting into the character on demand. You know, you yeah. know, the mannerisms, you know, you know, that character inside and out. You don't have to always be that character. You have to be a human being as yeah. well. You have to be yourself. Ugh. Yeah, there has to be a separation or you're just like it's less of an actor and more of like. I can't think of a word for it. Um. But yeah, so Blade Runner 2049, uh, he played a blind um, character. And so he actually had contacts on that made him blind. And uh, I'm going to close read your it. eyes, dude. You can method ads <laughs> like that. Yeah. Why? Why? Why do you have to go like like? OK. <laughs> um. So and here, here's something where it's like, you know, the the kind of, you know, artisty directors get all amped about this and it's like you know it kind of rewards this behavior which i don't like um reading once again from the rap uh his presence moved director uh denis villeneuve i i know his name's pronounced uh in like a way that I, i'm probably getting it wrong um he, he moved the director to tears and then quote from the director he was walking with an assistant very slowly uh, he told the Wall Street Journal, it was like seeing Jesus walking into a temple. Wow. Everyone became super silent and there was a kind of sacred moment. Everybody was in awe. Oh, my God. It's like, OK, can, can we down. chill out? He put yeah. on context and couldn't see what he was doing. I nah. I hesitate to compare that to Jesus Christ. Um, That's ridiculous. Yeah. So. But kind of the the main one where people really like it's like, OK, there it starts becoming more of a problem was his performance in the 2016 film Suicide Squad, not to be mixed up with the Suicide Squad, which came out last year. Um, So he sequestered himself from the rest of the cast and he, he apparently like he self-reported on this. He just claimed openly that he sent uh anal beads and used condoms to co-stars like will smith and margot robbie to further play up the dynamic of the joker 
before later walking back those comments. Once again, reading from the rap on this. Uh, in 2021, he told EW that any of the very few gifts that were ever given were given with the spirit of fun and adventure and received with laughter, fun and adventure, which doesn't sound accurate because he also sent uh, Viola Davis a dead hog and Margot Robbie a live rat. I seriously doubt those were received with laughter, fun and adventure. Yeah, I don't want an, a gift to be received with adventure. I don't want <laughs> to go on a whole journey with a gift. That just seems like too much. And a dead hog, a live rat, insane. I would. I, I mean, would, I think actually, if there's a gift that's most likely to take you on an adventure, it's a live rat. If if Disney movies or anything to go off of that live rat is going to take you on a little a little talking animal adventure um, to yeah. wondrous cartoon hijinks across the globe. Um, the dead hog is dead. So not so much. That might be a little adventure in grilling. I was about to say that's just a ham. That's just a ham. So I don't think Viola Davis cooked the hog. I didn't see any information about it. I feel like if she had that would have been news in it in, in of its its own. But uh, so that's the story of Jared uh, Leto's method acting weirdness, as well as much other method acting weirdness. I feel really bad about saving his career, which is a story I'll talk about in another episode. Maybe another time. So stay tuned. Now you got to listen weekly because you're just the anticipation is killing you. That's kind of the, the will they won't they for this season is will they won't they talk about the time that Bradley saved Jared Leto's career? Yeah. Uh, so single handedly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Literally entirely on its own. So mm-hmm. um, you guys got to tune in every week to keep track of that or don't or yeah, or don't. You'll just <laughs> miss out on a freaking awesome story. Um, but yeah, method acting. I don't like it. I think it's a bad idea and I'm happy you chose this as a bad yeah, idea. Yeah, I, I think it is because it's just like it oftentimes is used to just, like as an excuse to just be a psycho to mm-hmm. the people that are working hard to try to produce a product. Yeah, I'm all for like exposing yourself to like things that your character would do. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, like if your character is from this certain area, going to that certain area, talking with people from that certain area, getting to know people who experience that, except for it, it, like, like not just jumping in with blind contacts. Like you can talk to a blind person. Mm -hmm. You can. Yeah, yeah, they they have experiences. They they move around and, uh, you know, uh their mannerisms yeah like yeah i mean even honestly i think my biggest issue with the 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 contacts for like being a blind character thing i think that like even that's fine like it's just the fact that everybody's like or not everybody but the director was like it's like watching jesus like okay come on jeez just like rewarding this behavior is like oh you're doing the highest of art it's like okay, calm down calm down so it's i think it's it's it seems like this kind of stuff kind of gets like put up on a pedestal when it really shouldn't because it's just there's better ways of like doing stuff to to create the correct the 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 emotion and the feeling you want in a film while also not endangering other people hurting other people terrorizing other people Mm -hmm. in general so yeah hollywood if you're listening cut it out cut it out (laughs) yeah thanks for checking in on this podcast hollywood Bradley, I think we got a segment we got to do again. Oh, yeah. It's been so long, and I, I don't know if you've had the ability to, like, experience life in this coma, but uh, 
I, I did a lot of sleepwalking and experiencing life. So like I think I think I, I obtained some potential good or bad ideas in uh in, during my comatose period. So yeah, then I guess it's time for good idea, bad idea of the week. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Alright. Bradley, what good or bad idea do you have? I gotta say it. My great, not I, even. I think good. I know what this. I think I can predict yes. what this one is. Yeah, because Absolutely. there's a lot of buzz about this. But I, I think that it's yes. I, this is good. This is good. Yes, my great idea is just getting outside. No, it is. Uh, <laughs> it just, is going to just just getting the fresh air, man. Like we don't do that. Get that vitamin D on your skin. Yeah. Um, but no, it's going to see the movie everything everywhere all at I'm once. Really excited to see this. Yes, it. I we saw it. Uh, my roommate and I just saw it on a whim. I just saw really good reviews of it. I was like, yeah, let's mm-hmm. go check it out. We had nothing else to do on a Saturday, and it blew my mind of just how insane, wacky, yet put together this entire movie is. And it is so much fun. It was the most fun I've ever had in a movie theater, like just in in, in experience. And I had an upset stomach while watching it. And it was still great. Okay, so e- yeah. even while like dealing with like some sort of like physical frustration like that kind of inconvenience would probably ruin a movie for me i would probably get nah, really mad that i my stomach was hurting during the movie and then it would like yeah. ruin the movie for me so the fact that even with that you were able to mm-hmm. enjoy that movie that much i'm so excited to see it i've heard so many good things i have texted it. you point blank about it maybe three times in I the past so. week yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he's no he won't stop <laughs> dude and I, I i hate hyping up movies because then it's like it's a lot to live up to but it's just it's really fun it's really good it's just a it's a great time in a movie theater and it's something we all kind of need right yeah. now uh, yeah, yeah exactly just a good time in a movie theater i think is definitely something that like just to show that like i think that there's movies outside of like big franchise stuff that you they're worth going and seeing yeah and you don't have to go them. see the avengers you don't i mean i mean you can but you, you can, can also like go see other there's movies other, there's along other cool stuff and like yeah I, I think i've made it kind of a personal endeavor of mine to try and like really go out of my way and see some more enjoy some more non-franchise stuff in theaters just because like you know and this is probably me i'm gonna sound like a total film snob but like you know i, I want to go experience that kind of stuff because i feel like yeah. we've all gotten comfortable with you know the stuff that we we know we'll enjoy and like it's it's generally gotten to a state where they're pretty good at making it good but like i want to go right. experience some different stuff so i think that this is a great opportunity to maybe open that door yeah you gotta go stuff. see this while it's in theaters dude it is it is a theater movie for sure. Plus, uh, oh, it, I looked it up on Letterboxd. It is currently the number one narrative film, like rating-wise, on Letterboxd. Period. I feel like the last time that happened, it was with was it Parasite. It was I Parasite like, that did that. Yeah. yeah, Parasite was like one of those ones that like just also a great movie. Yeah, also, also also was another one that like in the in the same way was a really good non-franchise movie to go see in theaters because like just that feeling was just just yeah it it was it was a really cool movie to see in theaters i think i saw it no i didn't see that one twice in theaters i've Mm. seen it three times i've only seen it once and that's just because i saw it in a theater the first time and i was so like by the end of it i'm not gonna spoil it but by the end i was just so 
in shock. I saw it with friends and we just like, we did it. We just like, we couldn't talk for the next 10 minutes. We're just like, uh, we don't know what's going on. <laughs> um, but I know it's like, I don't want to go just see that on my phone or in my living room. Um, I need to see that in a the theater again and it hasn't come back. So I, I'm probably never going to see it again, maybe, but that was so good too. But back yeah. to my original point, my great idea of the week, going to see everything everywhere all at once in theaters. Do it. Yeah. All right. And actually, due to this last conversation, I'm actually going to change my, my good Whoa. idea, bad idea for this week because it just reminded me of something that like I actually like to recommend to people. And okay. it's, it's my favorite video by a certain guy on YouTube who also has some pertinence to something we're going to be plugging later. Um, oh. The, the video, I just logged Parasite for the 10th time on Letterboxd, uh, is my favorite video by the YouTuber Joel Haver. Joel Haver. Oh, yeah. Um, great video. Very funny, very enjoyable, weirdly artsy. Uh, it feels very high concept for the, like, pretty, like, it feels like a pretty, the concept is just based in like a parody of you know people like the way people were obsessing over that movie but like it's it's artistically like it's it's very solid i love nice. that video very very much so if you want to watch a youtube video that's just a little bit more out there give that one a shot it's fun yeah so first watch parasite and then True. watch a video of someone making fun of people who like parasite yeah <laughs> okay yeah exactly yeah yeah or, yeah so that's that's my good idea for this week that just I just impromptu change and then the other one will get bumped over to the next episode. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We the next episode did not record this. Week. Yeah, we totally didn't mess up uh, our schedule. And I mean, you're just like in such an coma that like next week, your recommendations and plugs at the end are going to be totally messed up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, yeah. I, I'm going to plug some stuff this week. That's like new stuff that we've done. But next week, I have a feeling that my. <laughs> That my my comatose state will have uh, jumbled up my my pluggings and I'll be plugging things as though I've been reversed in time to right before we went on hiatus. Yeah. And if you want, like we can like you can record something now just so you don't forget it. And then I can just put that into the edit for next week's episode. But we can talk about that. Yeah, we can, we can worry about it later. Yeah. Uh, we also <laughs> might actually do the intro again just next episode. We might we give it a shot again uh, yeah. just to see how we feel. So, yeah, but. With that, Bradley, what do you have to plug? You can find me at Bradley with an E literally everywhere. As we we're talking about Letterboxd, you can find me there, but also mm -hmm. on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, the other stuff. Cameo. I have I've never gotten the cameo <laughs> request out of earnest, but I'm still on there. One day. I still I get their emails. So, you know, it's on there. Um, and yeah, you can also go to Brad.rocks to see everything that I've ever done. And I've got some stuff cooking. Ooh. Whether you like it or not, I got stuff cooking and it's not a dead hog. It's not a dead hog. It yeah. is. A, it, it's <laughs> never mind. You go. <laughs> uh, well, the, the main thing I'd like to plug tonight is our new movie. Yes. That crazy thing happened while I was comatose. We made a we made a feature movie for the first mm -hmm. time. Uh, yeah. I, I think that's that's the first feature length thing. I, anything anybody in our group has made, isn't it? Uh, I can't like, think of anything for, like, that's a long project. Yeah, one cohesive project. Yeah. 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 So um our new film, The Spy Files, The Mystery of the Missing Orb. Uh it was made for a contest uh by the YouTuber I mentioned earlier during No uh, Good Idea, Bad Idea, uh Joel Haver, um, who did a a contest to film 
an entire movie in three hours during the Oscars. Now you're probably thinking, well, that's going to make a bad movie. By all accounts, it really should, because that's mm-hmm. ridiculous. But we pulled it off and we managed to do something even more crazy. We, made to, we managed to make an animated thing. Yeah, and it's fine. It's it's actually more than fine. It's actually yeah. a blast. <laughs> it is. It's like, an entirely improvised movie. Yes. Um, and it's it's wacky. It's weird. It's all like I, I can't believe we pulled it off. Yeah. Um, and I barely did anything. I just kind uh, of. Yeah, yeah. He joined. only played improv the main character in some very challenging improv scenarios. Yeah, and I had not done improv in months. Exactly. So that was, so, yeah, I, was, I didn't do anything. My ass. Uh, Bradley did something very challenge, challenging improvising wise, as well as his uh, co-star Peter Walters. And um, it was just, it was a blast to make. And it turned out so good. So I strongly recommend if you've got 45 minutes, uh, an opening where you you want to watch like a TV or movie or something. This is something worth watching. We yeah. had so much fun. And you can feel it in that because you will have fun, too. So go watch The Spy Files, The Mystery of the Missing Orb at YouTube.com backslash Hank Farr. Yeah. And I don't really and want to plug anything else because I just want people to go see that. Yeah, that's your only plug. Yeah, only your plug. Only plug. Go watch that. That's my big plug. That one's got the, the three prongs. So and it's like got mm-hmm. one of those big blocks so that it blocks the other like two like ports in, yeah, the, in the power strip. That is the Mac charger of plugs right there. Exactly. Yeah. So that, mm-hmm. that was my Mac charger plug. Go watch it. Yeah. And you can also uh, you can watch that and you can also watch clips of this podcast when I, you know, get back to editing clips of the show. Yeah. <laughs> on our uh, TikTok and Twitter and Instagram of the show at No Good Ideas Pod. Uh, you can also review this show five stars uh on apple pod and, uh, and spotify spotify, yeah, spotify. That yeah that, the there's one. that new thing that yeah so you can do that now so review us five stars on both platforms yeah and you know it feels good to be back man it really it's does. been so long and i'm just so happy that you're with us now yeah. and not in a coma yeah exactly same I'm, I'm so happy to be back and now that we now that now that this this ordeal is over uh we can be recording episodes for you guys again consistently Mm-hmm. So with that, I think I remember our old outro. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take another crack at it and I can't wait to be back. <sighs> this Baseball! is the one thing I didn't miss. What did you say? Our 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 outro, baseball. Oh yes. I thought you just said small. Did it cut out? Yeah, but you also like backed up. Okay, so let me explain what happened. So Hank backed up into his virtual background. So he was physically smaller in the screen. And he said, small. (laughs) That was not. All right. I I just like the sound of the when things are screamed far away from the microphone. So my only intention was to create a little bit of an audio uh, experience there. Um, So I'm I'm just going to I'm just going to I'm just going to I'm just going to do our outro again that I'm sure is correct from the last time we did it. Baseball!